Vamos. It is Flashpoint Friday. My name's Austin. Your turnaround story starts right here. And today is one of my favorite topics that I get a chance to talk about from time to time. And that is fitness. But as you're going to hear, this goes way deeper than just fitness alone. Today, I'm going to be joined by Gordon Berdecki. Now, I met Gordon through the Millionaire Mind Intensive. We formed a relationship and stayed in touch. I followed his journey. I, I saw the results that he was getting with his clients with over 20 years experience in the professional training and fitness field. And you're going to learn about some of the things that he brings to the table. So he's one of the Flashpoint co-authors. He's doing some great things. And what, what I see right now, he is poised for massive growth. So I'm not going to hesitate anymore. I'm going to bring on my, my friend, my colleague and the new co-author of the Flashpoint first edition. Gordon, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? It's fantastic to be here, man. I'm excited. excited. Yeah. Man, you already looked like you, you you were out in the gym this morning, like working out for two hours. What what, what did you do this morning? What happened? Well, actually, uh, I wasn't at the gym. Uh, what I decided to do was take a walk. I went to really? Silver Lake. Uh, and I live in Freud, Pennsylvania, uh, right off the outskirts of Philadelphia. And it's a beautiful day out. And I said, um, you know, I want to get out and take a walk in nature. Um, really? A lot of the time with 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 people is they think that you're, when you're working out, you always have to just go to the gym and be lifting heavy weights or, you know, doing high-intensity cardio and just taking a walk for 20 or 30 minutes and getting some sunlight in your eyes is getting vitamin D is like one of the best things you could do for yourself and getting away from this thing, this device for a half an hour a day sometimes is what you need. At least for me, it's what I need. I wow. trade that. I want that because there's so wow. many times where we, I, I don't know if you're like this, cause you go to a lot of nature hikes. You, like um, you've, you, you escape everything and then you allow your mind to relax. And that way you can take the whole day on. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you say this because it's like you're speaking my language because I'm expecting that you're, you're, you're pounding in the gym for two hours. You're driving your clients. And here we open up. You're like, ah, I went for a nature walk. You, know, you, got, you got your muscles bulging <laughs> out. You're like, yeah, I just went for a nature walk. Yeah. I love, the, I love the fact that you said that because it really creates like that, that, counter energy if you will or that other side of things and it reminds people yeah like go for just go for a walk like it's you know so i love that it's real simple it's a real simple thing to do it's a real simple uh way to get outside and get around and walk around uh getting out and just walking around and i don't know if many people know this but when you're out there and um you're learning all day or whatever it is you're doing bouts of learning you're doing like you know like you're whatever you're trying to learn or what you're doing, like you're doing right now, or you're, you're training or you're, you're working, you get out and when you walk around without anything, any distraction and you, and you allow to, your mind to just wander, it's actually when you start processing and learning even more and you're allowing your, cause your eyes are moving side to side. It, they actually, they use it in th therapy sometimes, not to, not to take away from the, the whole experience. I actually take that experience in it in, and I'm, and I start saying, uh, looking at the, uh, the the world around me and being real, and start saying how grateful I am. 
And it's, sometimes people are uncomfortable with that because it feels weird sometimes to people. But if you keep doing it, it becomes more natural because it is natural. It's nature, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's a cowbell moment. We got cowbell here. We try to implement as much cowbell as we can. Okay, I like a cowbell all day long. <laughs> cowbell. Go for a walk. Thank you. Gratitude. Tony saying, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Maria said, our co-author Maria saying it took I took a lovely long walk yesterday. And you know what, Gordon? You know what? I, I I'm excited because you're inspiring because I've been thinking about this. And as busy as we are, I'm gonna go tonight. I might do like a night nature hike tonight, but we'll oh, see what happens. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> well, let's get into your story, man, because I want I want the world to know about you and I, I want them to hear the cool things that you're doing. And and I, this is not just about fitness, is it, Gordon? No, it's not just about fitness. And that's something I really like to stress. Uh, when Even when I wrote my the, the latest book that I wrote, Unleash the Ultimate You, the subtitle was Change Your Mindset, Change Your Body. Because I wanted to make sure that people know, know that in order for you to change your body for not just for the short period of time, but we can do, anybody can do that. That's really easy to do. It's really easy to, to get in the gym, work out for three weeks, lose some weight, and then go back to your normal life that you were living before. But you want to make your new normal not that, right? You want to make your new normal longevity, uh, a lifetime. So fitness is here for life. When people are like, I got to get in shape right now for this this event. And I'm like, okay, that's great. We can do that. But what do you do after that? And why is the, why is the goal end right there? The goal should be a lifelong uh, journey through fitness and being part that being part of your life. So you've got to change this part of your brain, right? The, the mindset. Right. So that way fitness becomes part of your life. And that if your fitness is part of your life, everything I'm telling you, and I, I tell this to people, I'm so glad I found fitness at a young age and it became mm. a habit of mine. Right. I'm, real, I'm, I'm fortunate that I fell in love with that because yes. I, I'll tell you what, anybody that wants to be successful in, in any industry, if you make fitness a priority too, you'll be even more successful because it'll help you out with that drive. It gives you that. Yeah, confidence. It makes you, you, you just feel better. And when you even didn't think the, the book "Thinking Grow Rich," I don't know if you ever read, uh, read that or. Yeah. Your, uh, you mean this book right here? Yes, "Thinking Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. He talks. There's, I think it's number six. He talks about the things that you want to have in your life, or uh, if yeah. Health. And he said, if you it, with health, um, I'm actually going to be having that talk about about that with, with the uh, in next week at the at the Money Multiplier at Larry Steinhouse's event. Um, investors yes. and money multiplier. And I'm going to link the, the what because thinking grow rich is about about money, right? But it's also yes. about more than that. And people don't if we, see when they read that title, they 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 misconstrued it. There's because that's it's a catch. It's to throw you in, but if you listen to it, it's more than that. They talk about health, and he said you can't do much of anything if you don't have your health. So yeah. that's something I'm going to be talking about there. Plus, I'll be at your our event, not just your hour. I like to say hour. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be there, absolutely. Yeah. Getting reward, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna travel over there. I'm gonna speak from there, and then I'm gonna come back to the to the event again. So I got a lot going on next weekend. I'm really, Man, really are you about excited? It. Are you excited? Tell, no, tell I, I'm, still, I'm super excited. I am. Yeah. Really excited. I, I mean, you know, it, so what? I'm, I'm very reserved sometimes because that's because I'm thinking. When I'm uh, so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm contemplating, I'm, what I'm gonna be talking about. Um, and what I want to talk about is we have money blueprints. Everybody talks about the money blueprint. You've heard of this before, right? Yes. I I came up with something called the body blueprint, right? 
your standard. Where do you want to be? Do you want your a lot of your body blueprint? You want to change that body blueprint so you're up here now. So now that way, you're, if your body blueprint's up here, then what's going to happen? Your success is going to be even higher in other places. So it all works together: money, body, you know, whatever you mind. You're talking about that interconnectedness, and and I'm so with you on this, and I love the fact that you are bringing that to the world. And that's why it's so much bigger than fitness. And it's about your mindset. But what I want to do is let me share this. And then we're going to, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come right back. We're going to dig into Gordon's story because the way I approach these interviews, it's nice for me to like put Gordon on here and showcase him, right? His muscles are bulging, energetic, good looking guy. Right. But there's always a story that got him here. Right. There's always something. There's a, there's a, a pain point, a turning point, and there's a flashpoint. And that's why he's in the book, Flashpoint, Your Turnaround Story Starts Here. So we're going to grab some of those nuggets so you can grab them today because here's my thing, Gordon. We're going to do this interview, but let's see if we can change somebody's fitness and mindset today, right now, today through this interview. 100%. Let's do it, man. All right. So let's take a short break, and then we're going to be right back. Austin, back with you. I'm going to bring Gordon back on a moment, and we're going to get into Gordon's story, some of the earlier things he had to overcome to get to where he is. And I'm also going to ask him, like, why is he different? Why is he different than other trainers? And then maybe talk about the expansion that's happening, not only in the big term, but also right now there's some exciting things happening. So help me welcome Gordon back to our live TV show that's now streaming on Apple, Amazon, and Roku. So we are getting the word out. Gordon, welcome back, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's go back, man. How did you get here? Like what, what were some of those earlier moments? Do you remember some of those tough moments that where maybe, and I know for me where, where that fitness, you, you were going through like a pain point and somehow that fitness was like reaching out to you and saying, this is your journey. Can we go back and take a look? Are you up for that? Yeah. Yeah. We can go back and take a look at it. Uh, so it, within the chapter, I wrote like the chapter that I wrote for Flashpoint is one, just one chapter of a uh, small chapter of my life. There's so many other flashpoints. Um, the one I, one I, not that I picked it, but the one that picked me pretty much <laughs> because I didn't choose it. It just came, it just happened. And, um, but, but it didn't happen to me. It happened for me. Right. Um, so what I, what, one of the things that happened in my, my earlier in my life it, it was, um, was something that happened. Uh, I, I talked about this at a talk uh, last year, and I talked about my brother passing away. He died from a drug overdose. And the habits that he formed were the habits that took his life. And what I talked about was changing habits and uh, for the better instead of for the worse and how to do that. And when I say pain points, that was a big pain point for me. And then what I, I was already in fitness, right? I was already working out, but then I realized it was more than that, especially when I might talk about my mother who uh, had heart problems and who had a stroke. And I watched her have a stroke right in front of me crawling around 
And then when I, I found her like that, and then we had to call the ambulance. So these are just some of the things I talked about in the in the chapter. And what I, my mom always told me when I was younger, she's like, you're, you're, you're going to do great things someday. Mm. And I remember telling and thinking about that, thinking back on it. And now that I think back on it, when I wrote it in my book, that was, I, I was like, wow, my mom said I'm going to do great things. Maybe like she's like, you're going to be a doctor someday or something along those lines. You're going to help people. Well, I'm not a doctor, but I am helping a lot of people. I wanted to help her and I want to help people that are like, like my mother. I want to help. Um, I would like to help the world. Of course, I have expertise in certain areas of fitness that other people I'm jump in, man. I got to jump in. Jump in always. You are helping the world. You are. You're doing it. Like yeah. I just want to. I just want to honor you, man. You are doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing what you just shared too. By the way, please go on. Yeah. So um, when I decided to start training at a, uh, let me take it back a little bit. I I'll tell you a little bit of story how I started in training. If you want to hear that whole story, yeah. uh, I used to work for. Uh, I used to work out all the time when I was younger. I started at the age of 13 years old working out. Right. Fast forward. I. I, I got into um, bodybuilding and I just did that throughout the years. Uh, around, uh, let's say, my early 20s, I was uh, working on jobs. I was doing like part time work. And eventually, my buddy asked me if I wanted to work for him at this Harshaw uh, Cafe with him, me and my friend Joe Madera. He actually owns Madera Seafoods in Newtown. If you ever want to check out really good seafood, is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, plug. So, yeah, uh, we. So he he was I was working there for about a year as a, just as a um, as a dishwasher and a prep cook and I actually really enjoyed that job a lot believe it or not, but he said there was a gym around the corner why don't you go check it out and I did I checked it out and I went there and I went to the guy and I tried to get the job and he came to me he said to me he's like well what makes you special and I said uh, I, I don't know I lift weights I like work out he's like well. He's like, everybody lifts weights. What make us separate you? So, you know, I, I, had, I left and then I came back again. <laughs> Same thing again. <laughs> I, le I left and I came back again. And then eventually he's like, okay, you got the job. And he's like, if you come in one hour earlier this day, I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you a dollar extra an hour. Right. So I had to clean the gym. I had to, um, you know, mop the floors and to clean the ladies' bathroom and the men's bathroom, sell memberships there. And eventually I decided I wanted to do training. Right. So I started doing it on my own. He would go away and fly away to Thailand. I would take care of the whole gym. He actually ended wow. up to take care of the gym for him. Then he would come back periodically. <laughs> so, uh, Fast forward five years into it, right? Um, now I'm training people. He didn't mind because it's bringing revenue to the gym and more people to the gym. Uh, but he ended up selling the gym. Okay. Uh, what ended up happening when that happened was I got a job somewhere else through one of the members there who thought I had good work ethic as an environmental technician. Well, I'm not an environmental technician, <laughs> although I played one for about two months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was good. It was it, it was a nice job, uh, but it wasn't for me. So I decided to go back into training, and then that's when I got back into training, uh, and I worked for a fitness facility uh, back in the day called Bally Total Fitness. Yes. Uh, remember Bally Total Fitness? Of course. I worked at Bally Total Fitness for about 10 years, and the funny thing is uh, I was making really good money. That's not the funny part. The funny thing is I, I went away to Jamaica for my sister's wedding, and on a flight back, I get all these notifications on my cell phone because in, in Jamaica, you don't get much service. And all of a sudden, it pops on. I'm like, oh, okay. 
So I went LA Fitness bought Bally Tittle Fitness. I was like, all right, whatever. Okay, so I'm going to be working for LA Fitness for about a year, but I knew their pay structure. I went from making, you know, charging whatever I was charging, making really, really good money. I'm not going to get into numbers to making a third of what, I'm, what I was Ooh. making. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm not bashing LA Fitness. They do what they want to do, right? But they, I was making a third mm -hmm. and I worked there for about a year and I decided that. Uh, what they told me that they wanted this other certification and they wanted, I had to pay for it. And they were, they were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to lay you off until you get that certification. But for me, that was like, I'm out. Right. I got to do my own thing. And I was already, right, cause you got to, you're getting a third of what you made and get, you're going to go pay to get some certification. Well, I didn't tell you this part. I just bought a house when, when, when I was coming back from Jamaica, oh I signed the contract that week. And I had, I mean, like, I'm coping oh with, with the mom, mom, you know, her uh, Chinese mom. Uh, and we're, and, you know, hey, how am I going to make it? I bought a house. I had this. I'm, I'm, I'm taking on all these responsibilities. <laughs> so, like, what am I going to do? Well, that was the push I needed. That was the, you know what, Gordon, you got to just do this. And that's when a light bulb uh, switched in my head. And I remember my, you know, my mom said, I remember everything uh, that my, we, went on with me when I was younger, the things I felt. I talk a little about when I, I'll, I'll dive into a little bit about the book. I talk about when I was younger, when I was in class and uh, it was something happened where the teacher calls out on me and I didn't, wasn't really paying attention because I'm daydreaming. <laughs> I say I, I the wrong answer. I, actually, I didn't. I don't even know what I was. What I said. I think it was. She asked what how many seasons there were, and I said like I didn't, I'm like I don't know three, four. So I, you know, of course, everybody starts laughing about at that, and yeah, I'm getting embarrassed, and and uh, you know I get nicknamed uh, by the nun on the space cadet. <laughs> so some of the kids called it for a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't like a name that stuck, but it stuck for long enough, and that was my my belief at the time that I wasn't very smart. So years passed, I, and I talk about this in the chapter too, as years passed, I started doing things that gave me more confidence, like lifting weights. So that was one of the things that broke me out of it. My brother, my oldest brother, we used to call him brother because my sister nicknamed him that because she couldn't say his name, Ed, when she was younger. So we called him brother. And he would take us to karate. We used to, I did Taekwondo. I don't know, something you might not know about me. And wow. that built up a lot of confidence and that's what, and the working out with the weights and doing that and throughout the years. So fast forward, I still had that inner inside me when I was writing this chapter, I was even thinking about it. I even felt it right. Like I feel, wow. I don't feel like, like you have to prove something to yourself I, and in a way where you're, you're thinking to yourself, like, am I, am I, am I smart? Am I stupid? Am I this? And when people tell you that, it, it, it gets stuck in your subconscious mind. And you start you start allowing that. But then I start telling myself a different story and telling myself I was never that I, – I, like, I'm not stupid anymore. But then I realized I never was that stupid kid. Right on, man. I resonate with your story because I had um, – I, I was called a daydreamer as well. And so and, – and I was um, also – I had a nun – same thing. You had a nickname for me, the whole thing. So I, I totally relate to your story. Wow. <laughs> you know, it kind of gives you some chills because you think about it. You, we have, that's a story we told ourselves. It doesn't mean it's yeah. true. That story isn't true anymore. The story was never true. It's just that's something that's like, once you start realizing that there's different ways that, that people learn and those daydreams, the, day, the daydreaming that I was doing was just 
the future for me because everything that I started that, that I daydreamed when I was little and not everything came true, but a lot of the stuff that I started as I over the years when I sit with myself, that's daydreaming to me. I sit yeah. with myself and then I do things and I and I bring it to life and I create. So taking that, so I wanted to keep that creativity going. That's a moment, man. That's awesome. Because <laughs> a lot of times creativity is taken away from you, and at a young age, it is. You're told to focus on this task. Fall, you got to fall in line. You got to follow yeah. the rules, and you got right. And there's a place for that, but if it's if it's impacting you, and you're not, it turns off your ability to create. Right? It's not good. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame the nun. Right. You know? At all, what I do is I, I'm actually thanking the nun because I'm a, I'm a stronger person than I now that I would have been if I didn't if that didn't happen to me. If right. those things didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be where I am today. Right on, man. Well, listen, I this is a great great story. We have about maybe six or seven minutes left, so I want to make sure that we uh, and I want to make sure we tell people about the event and the book and how they can connect with you because I mean that that story. But but to close, let's let's do it this way. Why are you different, right? There's so many personal trainers out there. There's there's the next fitness plan. There's this. Like, why why should I work with Gordon? You know what? I'm glad you asked that question. That's a really good question. Uh, so uh, what, what's different about me compared to other trainers is that I'm not sitting here just worrying about how how many reps you do or what's the pro, like what how what the program entails or you know do this do that i dive into the mindset when i sit down with a client i try to find out i, I try to, we dig together it's not like i'm picking them apart what we do is we do this together and we find out why aren't you why isn't this becoming part of your life what mm. habits can we change how do we <laughs> And then we start doing practices and I actually had a talk to the other day. It was just a coaching session with a client and we just talked, we sat and we, you need, I gave him some list of things to do a young kid. Now he kept telling me, I'm not going to get into exactly what it was. And, but it basically it was, he was um, almost like a, a, a dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. Right. And, and then what I, what I, what I did is I sat down and we talked about, certain techniques which i if i would have had those techniques when i was younger i'd be uh, i'd be somewhere different right and and, uh, and so i'm trying to transfer that over even to the young generation and that technique i said we're going to have you i want you to a gratitude journal each day i want you three things you're grateful for i want you to meditate for five minutes every day to 10 minutes a day right and then i want you to uh, after that I, I, I want you know i want you to talk to yourself i want you to do some affirmations Tell yourself that you're beautiful, you're, you know, whatever it is. Give yourself positive affirmations. It doesn't have to be beautiful. Do whatever. If, what, but you got to be comfortable with the affirmations that you're saying to yourself. You got to believe yes. that enough. And, 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 and these coaching sessions have changed people's lives. And then they are able to stick to these programs and be in a healthy yeah. way. <clears throat> I think this is a really good thing I want to grab. If I want to make sure our listeners get this, that <clears throat> you're more coming in as to why, rather than let's get you to this result right? Let's, let's get this new fitness program. Let's put the muscles on. Let's lose the weight. You're going, why isn't this a part of your lifestyle already? Right. What, what can we do? Work with me are working with me for at least a year. Every one of them. They're, they're working with me for at least a year. It's one way, shape or form. If it's coaching, if it's training, if it's like once a month, it doesn't matter. I got to You, if you want to make a change, you got it. You need that habit to be reinforced. So the goal isn't the goal. The habit is the goal. That's right. great, man. I love that. I love that, man. So, so basically you're really like, you're integrating this into people. It's not like you're giving them a fitness, but you're integrating 
a new lifestyle is what you're doing through and through the mindset. Through getting right, exactly. the mindset. I think that's the, the, I'm marrying two worlds together, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm marrying the the mindset world, psych, psychology, neuroscience, which I really, really dive into and listen to a lot about that. Uh, with, with with some people gotcha. out there that I listen to it, and then I got the fitness side, and so I got this, and I'm then I'm learning about a little bit of this. So I try to take nuggets of everything and put it, and then melt it together, and and so so those two things, two worlds come together, and then you start seeing the difference. You start see I, yeah. I notice the difference from what in myself, so and then my client too, clientele, and this you know anybody I talk to who's done these practices when they start doing these practices. They see a huge difference in themselves and they start changing. Yeah. Start something different. There's studies out there showing now that you can meditate, you can you can do mindful exercises, and you start changing it yourself physically, which not just mentally. So and there's also techniques. We talked about it before, and I talked about um, um I remember also I was talking about do you know how to slow down your breathing or, or you know how to speed up your heart rate and yeah. slow down your heart rate. And we had a quick talk and you said you do what type of breathing do you do? I I do different kinds of breathing. I don't I don't label them. I simply get myself in a state and I allow my body to do what comes naturally. That's what I do. Um, but I know there's different modalities and different ways to right. do it that, that that can certainly benefit people. But I find for me, when I when I'm out running, when I'm and when I'm in, in some kind of a, a meditative state where I just allow my body to breathe. And then sometimes I'll intentionally direct it. Like I like I make sure my belly expands and, and then I just kind of allow my body to take over and do what it wants to do naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So I was listening to uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman talk about this, the neuroscientist, and I use this technique myself. So if you want to calm yourself down, you want to take actually a faster breath in and a longer breath out. You think it the other way around. So it's like, Yes. And then children do this. You put like when they're crying, this actually is another way to come down. You go, yeah. Two short breaths and then one breath out. And if you want to speed the heart rate up, like you're, say you're getting ready to or a big lift or a big run or something high intensity, you take a longer breath in, the faster breath out. <sighs> and they do that. So there, there are two things I got. actually felt a rush just doing that. <laughs> so that's one. After just two techniques that I, that I use. And one technique that I use before when I before I go on and I speak, I'll, I'll do one more. It's actually a focused one, and you can do this before I do before I sit down and do a, a big set of lifting sometimes, uh, which really works well. And I'll close my eyes and I take a it's called box breathing. Did you ever hear that, Austin? No. So box breathing goes like this: you're doing whatever count you're doing, you're doing it in sequences of uh, of, oh. of equal, equal amount. Oh yes, so, uh, yes, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. like let's do the four, 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 four. So. Yeah. It's, Breathe in, we'll do it together. Ready? One. They press to hold the breath for four. I didn't tell that part. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. It focuses you. You get that's your focus breathing. Yes. So breathing actually could take the change of the change the way your body is and your mind. When somebody tells you to calm down, I'm just going to get this real quick. It doesn't work. As, in all the history of somebody telling you to calm down when you're mad, Austin, have you calmed down? No, but I usually tell the, the women in my life to calm down, and it usually works. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course it doesn't work. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> no, we know it doesn't work for people because 
it's about state of mind and, and, and that breath that you're talking about. And, and I love that. It gives people the opportunity to, to calm down and uh, without telling people to calm down, it happens naturally. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The body, because you're, you're doing it from, you're doing it from um, your, your body, right? So your body's utilizing it and, it's, it, and it helps you out with your mind. Sometimes you just can't think different thoughts and change and yeah. it doesn't work always. So we so, got, a, we, got a, we got less than a minute and I, you see how I'm different from other trainers now? Yeah, no, this is what I love. You took a nature walk. You're talking about breath. <laughs> But and you're talking about mindset, which this is it, everyone. This is it. This is the cowbell we're talking about. <laughs> Connect with Gordon. He's going to be at Flashpoint Live this uh, this coming, not this weekend, but next weekend. There's the book. How can they get the book? Uh, they can go on Amazon.com. They can contact me at uh, you know GarageFitnessPA.com. They can contact me on my Facebook, Gordon Brodecki. But yeah. if you unleash, unleash. Where's it at the camera? Unleash the ultimate you. Change your mindset. Change your body. You can go on uh, Amazon and get that book. And then I'm gonna have a flashpoint. Flashpoint. I'll, yeah, there we go. I don't have the book, but once I do, I'll be. I'll be I'll this book too. I can't, wait. Everyone, I can't wait. Bye for now. Watch the playback. Get the information. All right, Gordon. Thank awesome. you, brother. Love you, brother, man. Talk soon, brother.